Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. And welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast, knowing is half the podcast, series two, G.I. Joe, the golden years. Boy, two frowny faces really quick when I said that. I feel like I feel like there's more series after this. So if this is the golden years, they're going to be dead. Maybe the silver age of G.I. Joe. No, the golden I feel, age like, the I feel like it's like sophomore year, bitch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Boy, then junior and senior year are going to be a huge disappointment to you. <laughs> You know how the comic books go, like the the Golden Age. Sure. Uh, then there's Silver Age, Silver Age, like yep. Seventies, and there uh, the Bronze, the Age, Bronze Age, like the Eighties and what like that. And the modern era. Then there's the Image Years, Image of the Nineties. That's what yeah. this is. This, this is the, is the uh, this is when uh, Rob Life they gave Rob Liefeld just just go nuts, do whatever you want, and he just drew the biggest guns and the most pouches. And and no feet, and and mm-hmm. and they just cranked out hundreds of thousands of issues that people bought, thinking that they would uh, retire on them, and not sure understanding did. how supply and demand worked. And and um, that's that's what Deke is like. <laughs> just uh, big it's, big guns, no feet. It's popcorn, but it's cold. <laughs> it's it's popcorn. But no salt or butter shit. on it. Like, yeah, it's got it's no popcorn salt, made out no of butter. shit. It's like Guys, that, it's going like to be that and healthy, chewing on them. Like that healthy, like, terrible popcorn. I and mean, then the shit sticks food, in your teeth. You can't get we it out. We established in a previous episode. Food Guys, pellets. we are really selling this series well. <laughs> By the way, I started reading Marvel's Runaways. My copy of Marvel's Runaways. It is great. Even just the it's Brian K. Vaughn. I hope I got that right. Of uh, a saga, right? Of everything. Yeah. Uh, but, and even in the foreword, cause it's about like kids who basically find out that their parents are evil and in this thing called the pride. So in other words, every teenager, am well, I right? Well, he, he basically says in, in his like intro, he says like, uh, I named the characters after my parents. My parents were awesome. So it's not a, a commentary on them, but in every, in every like, uh, superhero book, 
the the parent is awesome and they usually die like if uncle and he was like if uncle ben had lived until peter parker was like 17 or 18 peter parker would be like go fuck yourself old man i mean you're probably right yeah and i I thought it was a good point so he was like so why not so i just thought it was interesting that they're always revered in comic books and uh, i figured i would write a comic book where they're not oh there you go it's good but also you should watch the series it's good what does that have to do with gi joe and the uh, I, I just there's a comic book to, connection with yeah, you. Like know. I don't have a problem. We were talking with, about with comics. Just, uh, you were talking about the golden age of comics. I see. And, okay. comics. and then just jumped it's right to logical. Runaways. It was a little off the path, Look, but at least you could see the clearing. It's late, and I'm starving. Lay off me. Guys, I'm starving. Gina all cannot I, stop talking about Taco listen, Bell. All I ate today, all I ate today <laughs> was one hard boiled egg. A oh little God. bit of quinoa and some oh, garbanzo Jesus. beans. Oh, by the way, everybody. I, I don't am, have groceries. I am Ray Stacanus. I am joined by... I am Robert Clark Chan. I'm hungry. If you, That's Gina Ippolito of TV's Murphy Brown. If you listen to the sequence <laughs> that we have recorded this evening, starting with the Patreon episode of Pawpaw Bears. We, we, we redid <laughs> Pawpaw Bears for the Patreon people. The Know Your Joe episode. We did a Patreon-only exclusive Know Your Joe episode ambush. Through this one. <laughs> this is going to be a mess, guys. You can just... It starts out with like, man, I'd like a taco. <laughs> and this episode is going to be 40% Gina going on. Like, can you put nacho cheese just like in a in a drink cup? And just fill that up. Is that a thing? I bet they Can could. I ask them for that? Will they give it to me? I bet they would. I think it's what they call going full circle. We started with a literal 10-minute discussion about the Taco Bell menu. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what the difference between a chalupa crust. And a gordita. And a gordita. And there was Which a is third a fair one. question. That's there fair. was a third one. Uh, a, a double-decker taco. No, there was a third one that was like... Uh, oh, uh, no. Anyway. And you said it was like deep-fried or That's something. That's the chalupa. Mexi melt? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Maxi Chalu- melt. Oh, Maxi melt. Maxi melts are delicious. Okay. Anyway, guys, let's talk about this episode of G.I. Joe before we lose everybody. But also tweet us and tell me what I should get from Taco Bell. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, here's the deal. Um, tweet at Gina Ippy and, and in the hashtag show. and the show, sure, because I want to see it. Uh, and then just hashtag Gina's Taco Bell menu. But, uh, you know what? Tweet all three of us and the show. <laughs> I like okay. them to be involved so that I don't have to relay everything to them. I'm, I'm fine with all of this. That's great. And tell me what I should order from Taco Bell. So let's start off with a theme song. <laughs> guys, got to get I, tough, Yojo. I hate it still so it's, much. It's growing. It's so guys, it's no, growing it's on me. it's not growing no. on you. It's growing it's so on me. Bad. It's no. so bad. This might be Stockholm Syndrome, it but is. it is growing on I me. I hate it so much. You know you got to stand tall when it comes down to the wire. No. Do, 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 do. You got to get. To I mean, it, it. 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 Again, it sounds like a. Uh. A, like a parody song in like a wet hot American summer. A type little bit. Thing. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal, though. It's. I'll be honest. It's growing on me. I like it. Uh, I didn't like it for a while, and now I think I just heard it so much that it's just coming ingrained into me. It's like that pop song that you've heard like a million times. You're like, this song is garbage. No, I. Like and then all you just hear it at the grocery store one time, and you find yourself dancing to it a little bit. Oh yeah. No. I wrote, is, oh, God, I hate this song. That's this my is, first note. This is like a, we didn't start the fire for toxic masculinity. Okay. It's just okay. a huge, long list of, like, <laughs> you got to punch things when they don't go your way, and you got to fucking <laughs> drive to the store and buy a pack of beer because we're you, a man. You got to <laughs> always try to insert another finger. <laughs> Yo, Joe. <laughs> 
Um, guys, that might be the missing third verse of the <laughs> Got to Get Tough Yo Joe Got song. Got to Get Stuffed Yo Joe. <laughs> guys, all of this is very upsetting. <laughs> Well, let's talk about this episode. This episode is called Revenge of the Pharaohs. Um, G.I. Joe, uh, we, I have it listed as 0307. Ugh. So I was and saying, I think yeah. that this might be, I, I think that this might be, it reminded me of like some of the worst episodes of series one. So we said this on the Patreon episode, and to clarify, the idea being that the Sunbow episodes were were, were, were pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some dogs in there from time to time, but for the most part, there's a certain level of quality. Even when they're not necessarily firing on all cylinders, at least you know you're going to get something pretty solid. The ceiling is high. Your point that this episode it feels like the ceiling for series two G.I. Joe, which just is right around the floor of season one G.I. Joe. Yes, I would say that. Like, yeah. it's not good. It reminds me of one of the, one of the terrible episodes from series one. But it it felt familiar, maybe because we see we finally see Lady J. I mean, it felt familiar to me because it, it like it felt like a setup that you know, like I could I could see what was going to happen. Yeah, and yeah, in the like the series one stuff, there were a fair amount of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, but usually there was something there to kind of um, you know uh, it can sink your teeth into they, just, they tweak it in some way just a little yeah. something yeah. so you're like okay this is a story and this uh-huh. felt like a children's book yeah th- okay. there is one very specific thing that i hated about this that i thought if it w- if it had been written in series one they would have done and i will tell you what that is oh, later great. okay but also great tease I, I, gina i first wrote <laughs> help this expositional dialogue is too much for me because they start out with an insane amount of like yeah. just an info dump. Well, we, we in get... the least organic way possible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I do love the thing where they have to insert character and vehicle names. Pyramid City is my kind of town, Bullhorn. Just, just, just like that's not a thing you would do. I, I understand yeah, why they're doing it. They I hate it. So many people to introduce, um, and, and you want to sell all of these wait toys. A Gina, like, you can't remember a name of a single character. You hate it when they say their names no, over and over so, again. This is literally so for exposition. you. Like play, just play the first few sentences of the entire episode. And if that Pharaoh hadn't been dead for 3000 years, he could have been my kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. I like uh, that. I did write that down. You're right. Lady J. The glory of ancient Egypt was spectacular. Come on. That's not, that's not how anyone should write dialogue. That but is, also, that I do like right. that Lady J finally talks, and she's talking about how she wants that pharaoh dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the, we're introduced to Pyramid City, which I don't know my Egyptian uh, 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 geography. Uh, Chan, where is Pyramid City? Oh, I bet it's right <laughs> next to Bear City. I wonder if, like, in foreign countries, they're, they're like, uh, welcome to America. This is Hamburger City, <laughs> where, where uh, everyone loves so. hamburgers because America, hamburger good. I, you know what? I hope so. I would go there and I'd be like, yeah, this checks out. This is what America is <laughs> like. You know, I will say in the Grand Theft Auto series of games, they do refer to their version of New York as just Liberty City. And I think that's pretty close to what you're talking about. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, that counts. Uh, it counts for me. So a Pyramid City uh, somewhere in Egypt on a river. That'll be important later. <laughs> Uh, because that's where the the, the fertile uh, heartland of civilization is. You're thinking of the fertile crescent, probably. Yeah, but somehow not. Mm. But probably <laughs> between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. There you go. Which is like in Iran, isn't it? Uh, 
question mark. Yeah. Okay. So we get introduced to the Pharaoh's treasure, which I, I, my thought was the same as everybody else's. I assume was that there was some sort of magical properties to the Pharaoh's treasure. Uh, yes. Which turns out not to have be the case at all. So this is my major problem with this episode that made me think it's not at all like series one. Because if this was series one, I feel like there would like when that instead of getting bonked on the head, that one dude Night Creeper leader. Night Creeper Leader. Jesus Christ. Yep. I thought it was Night Viper Leader. <sighs> uh, there are a lot of other Vipers, but that is Night Creeper Leader. Yeah, the Laser Vipers laser are vipers. the dudes around him. Well, he gets bonked on the head and and thinks he's the Pharaoh. Which uh, I have a lot of issues. Uh, having had many concussions in my day, <laughs> uh, real that quick, is not how it works. Also, I am a Pharaoh. <laughs> before we even get to that, the fact that Laser Vipers, like, careful, break the glass. Okay, we don't want to treasures. Yes, like, let's, let's start there. Wait, before so, we even get there... <laughs> Guys, we're just getting the inception. This this is like the movie Memento. We're just going to keep going Let's backwards. Go back to before the theme song, <laughs> no. when we all decided to do this thing, realize what a Guys, terrible idea. Guys, remember it is. that time I met Gina? We recorded a show. <laughs> we go back in time to that moment, decide not to do it, and we all have PhDs now because we didn't waste time. Doing Each one this. of us is so successful. Yeah, yeah. But Gina somehow exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I still eat a lot of Taco Bell. Uh, but you guys are both like the next Bill Gates and. Uh, Jeff Bezos, but uh, I will both terrible people. Uh, Bill Gates not a terrible. Yeah, person, yeah. Bill so. Gates. Yeah. I'll no, be the no. Bill Gates. Bill, then you can Bill be Jeff Ga- Bezos. Gates Clean Water Foundation. He has brought clean water. He donates forty four percent of his billions yes. to charity. He's yes. donated a bunch of money, but also you don't get to that point. You don't get that much money without uh, stomping a few people. You're but not that, wrong. No, but that's exactly how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to get disgustingly rich and then be like, cool, I don't need all this. I'm giving half of it to people who really need it. And he gives insane grants to people to right. to like purposely develop scientific... I'll, I'll say it out loud. In the 90s, Bill Gates was kind of seen as a villainous figure. I, I like and respect Bill Gates. I Same. Yeah. As far as you can with a billionaire. I, I don't hate people just because they're billionaires. I think it depends on what they do with Jeff that. Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's yes, fine. Yes, that's fine. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to hate someone just because they're a billionaire. But I also mm. want my Amazon orders to show up on no, time. I think so depends. I will disagree with you. <laughs> it depends on what they do with that money, I think, in my opinion. That's uh, fair. That's fair. I think if we guillotine all the billionaires, the world will be a better place. Disagree. All that research that, uh, like, like Bill Gates is single handedly funding a lot of research. Like, he's the what? one who developed that. His money's still going to be there after we take his head off. No, he's Chad, I think maybe you've just taken a, a leap too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's constantly generating new money, so that that probably wouldn't be true. But Murder. yes, Gina, let's go back to the beginning. Murder yes, yes. Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> so eat the rich. Oh wait, no, sorry. Go ahead. This, like literally Is that slaughter. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I know that song too. Uh, <laughs> no, what? I, no, I think it's Aerosmith. It is. Mm. It might. It might. I, here's the deal. I have no idea. I who think it's Aerosmith. It is Aerosmith. Oh, oh yes, my. guys. Oh my God. Guys, can well, I say no, that? Hold on. There is also a song by Motorhead called "Eat the Rich." Okay, so I was thinking of the Aerosmith "Eat the Rich" song. I can't believe I got a music thing right. <laughs> okay, so at the very beginning, they're like in in the same room as the crap, and by they, I mean Lady J and Dude. That is correct. They're in the same room as the the treasure. Yeah, and they're like, oh boy. <laughs> A cobra's gonna really want to get this. Why don't we step outside? Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. What, immediately, yeah. what is wrong with you? And I feel like this is lazy writing because they could have just easily had a noise outside or something. Anything. 
Because, yeah, they say, boy, this stuff sure needs to be guarded. Let's leave it unguarded. And they and they literally give no reason for <laughs> why they're none. walking away. It's there's not none. like, oh, my God, look at this other exhibit in this other room. <laughs> it's literally just, all right, let's just slowly, slowly wander away. Hey, Lady J, it would further the plot if we weren't here right now. Yeah, it, it's the it's the clunkiest crap. And then, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. they're basically like, yeah, we're going to have to protect it really, really well. And then they parachute in through an, uh, like, they, 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 what is it called? Rope in through, like, an open hole? Repel. They repel in, They yeah. repel in through an open hole in the ceiling? Yeah, I, that's like, common I, with I, museums, I, Gina, I, I, in I, Egypt. Thank you. To have giant oh, holes in the ceiling. Uh, Gina, when was the it's last time, thing. when was the last time you were in a Don't museum in Pyramid City? Thank you. I mean, I vacation in Pyramid City thank every you. year. <laughs> that is just Vegas, right? We're talking about Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're about the Luxor. You know what? When I'm not visiting France and going to cheese the city. <laughs> oh my God. town. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've never been to France. Is that a real place? Yes. <laughs> I am honeymooning there whether I'm married or not in two months. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gee, that's, that's not giving due to a lot of time. So you guys uh, no, better no. step your games up. No, no. I want to go by myself. I'm not sharing that cheese. Oh, that's fair. Um, okay, but and then Chan, to your point, what you said, uh, the the night creepers break in with their laser guns and the laser vipers, and they say, d- d- destroy, uh, uh, take the thing and destroy the glass, but don't break the thing inside. That's not how any of this works. So great, they break the glass and they have the thing, and uh, and then the. They attach hooks to it and fly it out with a, a helicopter Correct. or whatever. Why did they need to break the glass? Did, did <laughs> they not, took the entire thing. Not. Why did they even bother with that step? Because they needed to make sounds so G.I. Joe would come back in the room. Does the sound of a helicopter lifting no, a yeah. giant this, And this is to the third point that I was going to bring up. How the fuck did they get past everybody? How did they How did they not just get seen? There are two Blackhawk helicopters floating mm. just outside the front mm. door of the museum. I hate it's, everything about that. And it's also only like 6.30 in the evening. Like I know Pyramid City shuts down early, okay? Okay, I've been there many times. Yeah, the nightlife yeah, yeah. is not great. Mm. But you would notice a dozen Cobra troopers and two helicopters outside your building if you were there to guard it. I hate I have, hope. I have two fixes for this. Yes. Like it's like what A Okay, Gina, first off, what do you know about writing television? Oh, never mind. I'll just sit over here. <laughs> it's like A, either cause either like cause a diversion. And then, ha- at, like for for Lady J and the one other person guarding this, and then and then fly the helicopters in, take it out real fast, or B, just don't have Lady J and the other dude there at all. Okay, but where just, would you get all that exposition that you needed? And just have them- they were out on the town when they were talking. <laughs> it's true. They could have just been still out on the town. Could have been late. <laughs> and instead, they chose the two le- most nonsensical things. And put them together, and there's there's no thought in this, and it's and it's making me angry. Can I say the next step that happens is the two GI Joes enter in, and we know that one GI Joe could take out like a dozen Cobras, right? But the the fact that, that <laughs> what is it? Like it's like two of the Joes, and there's about eight to ten Cobra Laser Vipers and the Night Creeper leader. And G.I. Joe's, as they're doing this, they keep saying, let's fire warning shots and give them every chance to surrender. Now, I haven't been in a ton of 2v9 fights, but generally speaking, the 9 should have the advantage, near as I can tell. Why do they, they just keep shouting, we will accept the terms of your surrender. It's like, you have no advantage. There is no leverage, G.I. Joe. What are you doing? Nothing uh, makes sense. 
I mean, so they, they keep firing warning shots. The, the Night Creeper leader gets bonked on the head. The Pharaoh's helmet falls on his head, and he now... Uh. Bel- okay, this is the plot point, guys. The, the Night Creeper leader gets bonked on the head, sees his reflection with the, the gold hel- headdress on, and says, oh, I am the reincarnation of the Pharaoh of Egypt. <laughs> Just like that. The Pharaoh is... I am... Now... Now I remember what I must do. And he adopts I, an also, accent. what accent is <laughs> yes. that? I, I made that clip intentionally long yes. because we needed to hear the slip on a banana peel thump noise. Important. That you get in a goddamn Tom and Jerry cartoon. That's correct. Which we had uh, last episode, too, I believe. We had some I winks and nods. I having that yeah. bullshit. <laughs> that is not fully that belongs in a goddamn G.I. Joe cartoon. Well, I got here's bad news where, for you, Chad. Yeah. Here's where I get even madder, though. Yes. Because I was thinking, like, oh, uh, uh, for a second, I thought, okay, Maybe this is maybe I'm not giving them enough credit because it looks like just some idiot got bonked on the head and now he Correct. he has a concussion and is insane and thinks he's his pharaoh. But what if he really is imbued with the spirit of this pharaoh? Which I feel like if this was series one, that would have happened. That that's a more yeah. realistic thing. Yes, like that would have happened. It, it is been like literally ghost- more realistic that a mystical spirit would inhabit his body yes. and he would be the reincarnation of a pharaoh <laughs> than what happened in this cartoon. But which also, is literally it's just, just concussion. It's just more interesting. It would it would harken back to the ghost episode with the medallions. Wasn't that a thing that I remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ghost episode was awesome. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's what I'm saying. That was one of the better episodes. And if they had decided to do this where, oh my god, this statue does still have the spirit of the pharaoh, it goes into this just this random dude, and now all of a sudden he is vying with Cobra Commander for control of this new world. Even for one that episode. That would have been man. dope. But no, that's what I'm saying. Just for this one episode. The, and then at the end, somehow they murder him. The other thing that's back. really weird about this is this is our introduction to the character of Night Creeper Leader. We haven't seen him at any point up to this. So this is our intro is that he's the freaking Pharaoh. Like maybe if we had been like had a couple scenes with this dude or had engagement with this dude beforehand, this might have more power. But the fact is he's some rando off the street now to be fair he becomes the pharaoh and immediately becomes competent because he's just like all the other cobras are about to surrender even though they have a four to one advantage over the joes and they're well armed and in good defensive positions and have two helicopters outside but the pharaoh just walks over calmly like well with that that laugh on his face that smile the brock turner smile that Uh nothing uh bad's gonna happen to me you know Uh and he just throws the smoke bomb in the middle of the room and says let's get the f out of here I thought, like, cool. Mm, stop, because just before he does that, yes. there is a moment, and it, it, it was accompanied by this noise. <laughs> that little, uh, is because he sees Lady J, and I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Okay. Don't you dare do that bullshit trope where he thinks that she's his fucking queen oh, and tries to uh, oh, steal her and, and make her blah, blah, blah. Uh, Again, and I would have like, been on board if he was oh, if he was actually the pharaoh. If he... Uh, I, maybe, but uh, just that, that whole thing is silly and I don't want... Well, Chan, you might want to tag out for part of this episode then because <laughs> we may be going in a, a very similar direction to what you don't want to see. And if, like, I... I honestly feel like uh, series one would either have 
dodge that completely yeah or oh, done something it. interesting with it instead of turning lady j to a goddamn damsel in distress i think they which would was have the done biggest that. problem in this fucking cartoon i think um, they still would have done oh he wants her to be his queen but so but something more interesting would have happened where she rescues herself or something yeah that's there are a number of ways you could have approached that trope they chose the laziest way possible. Remember that Riddle Master episode? That was a good the episode. Games Master Games episode. Master. Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes of G.I. Joe. I love that episode uh, 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 a lot. And that's where you get a lot of great Baroness. You get a lot of great Lady J. And what makes that great is they're both super skilled, super competent. And Baroness is in a freaking bathing suit the whole time, oh, kicking yeah. the most ass. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, the, the Night Creeper leader escapes, um, even though both helicopters get blown up by one Lady J spear, which is a little weird. Um, but the, the, No, no, she has explodey spears. Uh, she does, but that's a very powerful to blow up two helicopters. Also, um, there's uh, many times during the course of this episode, I got flashbacks to Team America World Police, where G.I. <laughs> Joe just shows up to landmarks around the world and fucking does not care what's oh, happening. Oh, yeah, I just have a major problem them. with that, too, because like, they're, they're constantly going into save places and they end up destroying them. Like, this is a pattern, <laughs> and I feel like it is a weird weird message along the lines of the weird toxic masculinity message where they're like, yeah, if you're American, you can fuck up anything you want. I feel like that is a very American message because I'm pretty sure that is all of our foreign But that's also what's weird about it is this was made in Canada. (laughs) That's probably what they thought of us. I mean, it must be right. But also like, also weird message for little kids. Like, just right off the bat, strange message for little kids. But you know what, guys? I just thought about it. Like, what just happened? Or what? Oh, no, this is right before the Gulf War. This is between Berlin Wall and Gulf War when this came out. So, yeah, that's where America's at right now. Interesting. Uh, okay, so we get a scene, and this is the scene I, I absolutely thought was the realist. Cobra Commander, Night Creeper leader shows up and says, I am your pharaoh, and Cobra Commander wants to kick the shit out of him. I mean, he's got a good line in here. Let's, t- let's talk a few things. First off... Uh, apparently the Night Creepers are Swiss bankers who have been highly trained in martial arts, equipped with cutting-edge technology. These were intended to replace Tomax and Zaymot, it sounds oh, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. And so the whole Crimson Guard thing, I guess. I don't know. Crimson if they... Guard got folded into Cobra. Right. Uh, but then they just weird. became like just normal. I miss Tomax and Zaymot. Why'd they get rid of them? They okay. were the fucking best. They, they were, were literally awesome. my favorite characters. I love yeah, them so why? much. I don't, I don't understand why they don't because writing for Tomax and Zaymot takes skill. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And bless, I think Ted Peterson wrote this episode. And bless him. It's just better choices could have been made across the board on a lot of things. Uh, and so the thing, the thing though, is the, 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 I don't understand if there's a leader of the Night Creeper Well, there is. Clan, Night Creeper group, leader. Whatever. It's this guy. Give him... A title that is not Night Creeper leader. <laughs> yes, one could do that. Yes. Or like a slightly uh, different design. Because don't people don't go up uh, like you don't. You're not at G7, and people don't go up and say, "American President, uh, let us sit down and discuss this thing." American President, uh, would you like a glass of water? American President, now, I, I would say. Uh, now, this is something I, uh, I've noticed. I was I was into the toy line at this point. Still, uh, uh, all all upon. And uh, when the Cobras are coming out, and I'm sure some people disagree with me online, they were not creating as many characters for Cobra right now as they were creating types. That's why we have Alley Vipers, Night Vipers. Did uh, they think that like a kid would be like, oh, 
there's supposed to be a bunch of night creepers. I will buy six of this. Correct. Toy That's what they were going so that for. I can have the. Yeah, the, I, I had personally like four or five just regular vipers. And like three Cobra soldiers, you know, like that's just what you did. But you bought them in bulk. Um, but you also had like techno vipers and, you know, to go along with the Crimson Guardsmen and, and anything else they wanted to throw in. I don't remember a toy for laser vipers, but how would they not have made one? I right? will say this is one of the reasons why I did not like. Uh, well, I didn't I never watched G.I. Joe, but I did watch He-Man and every single one of those toys that you bought for He-Man totally weird and totally different oh yes absolutely mm-hmm. the guy and with the periscope they, also neck. they were just bigger anyway so yeah. i like them better they were much easier to play it was with. hard to make them fight together no way uh and i <laughs> i mean gi joe and he-man the oh size yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah totally yeah sorry Chan. uh yeah when we're talking accents fucking night creeper leader i have learned that i am the reincarnation of the lost pharaoh returned after three thousand years to rule egypt how m- the rolling r's the guy learned a trill he was like wait, 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 i can next line that cobra commander says because i actually liked this you couldn't roll a sandbox yeah, pretty good, good. classic Strong. Cobra Commander line. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's sad to me that Chris Lott is going to talk to this character like they're on the same level. Like this is the thing is, and this is the thing that that I really struck me in this scene, and then later in the episode, uh, uh, if you're Cobra Commander, okay, you're running Cobra, and uh, uh, you got Destro, who's very competent, you know, competent guy on your side, and this Night Creeper leader dude uh, gets bonked to the head, thinks he's a pharaoh, and shows up and starts talking weird things and doing this. Why do you show that even the slightest modicum of respect? Cobra Commander wanting to choke the guy out is correct. And Destro's reasoning is a little ham-handed because Cobra is bankrupt. Cobra's bankrupt. So we mm-hmm. so too in many his spas, too many benefits packages. Uh to be fair, that Antarctic base uh, that was discovered in the Viper episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the also, Viper's coming. Yeah, it's By the way, expensive. this is not resolved at the end. Not right? even a little bit. Because that I found very odd. Because when they said Cobra is bankrupt, I said, oh, I bet what they're going to do is at the end of this episode, it's going to look like the Joes won. And then, you know, like you're, it's going to reveal that Cobra Commander did get a, b- a billion dollars worth of gold bars. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought. I thought did you think that too? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it they would, just don't. They just don't resolve ever, it at yes. all. It, it looked like Destro was about to get away, and I'm like, oh, okay, yes. cool. Yeah, I was like, this, this makes, makes sense. sense because they clearly need to tie this up. Otherwise, in the next episode, how are they funding anything? Just never mentioned. Is again. it like for the rest of the series? Are they constantly bankrupt, and no. that's the reason they're doing uh, things? Uh, I've watched the next episode, which deals with Metalhead's uh, grandmother. Uh, um. It's 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 a show, and um, they do not once mention Cobra having financial difficulties. I mean, in I fact, they splurge. Uh, like, here's the thing: I would have liked an extra layer of, "Hey, you were a snake. Serpentor is technically one year old. He doesn't know how to manage finances, and we blew a bunch of money on a bunch of things." If then, like, if it then at the end it was tied up, and then you reveal, like, oh, either Cobra Commander has had a secret stash this whole time. Or sure. they managed to get away with the gold. But even then, could you not have worked in a way that Serpentor comes back and uh, 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 re- like his one of his Egyptian heritage DNA monsters uh, gets like re- reimagined uh-huh. and like comes to the surface and like they're what? just like shit, go get it. Does Serpent- he ever come back? I don't think so, but I can't. I don't remember a hundred percent this series, so okay. I don't. I don't okay. recall. I don't think so though, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't know. There just seems to be like a lot of different ways to tie this in without having to just like obviously they're trying to sell the Night Creeper character. Uh, but this is a weird way to do I'm it. I'm just telling you, have the actual Pharaoh take over his body. Sure, and I would have loved that. Like I like weird, you know, magicy stuff like yeah. that. That would have been great. 
I I guess it, it took me a sec because at first I thought uh, they just meant that um, they would let him believe he was a pharaoh. Yes. And convince him that like you know they're on the same side and so they wouldn't have to pay him because they would be working with him and and i take it one step further not only not pay him but if you can prop him up as a as a cultish type figure his 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 night creepers can become fanatics who you also do not have to pay that's well see at first i thought it was just night creeper leader and then later on they kind of explained that yes it is indeed all they get all of the night creepers uh who are uh then cobra does not have to pay i'm like okay that's a significant okay change. That. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, also, the idea of having a fanatical group of troops in Cobra's possession could lead to interesting stories down the line. But sure. what is the actual Except plan? Except that <laughs> it's nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> they're Swiss bankers who are super skilled in martial arts, so they're gonna have to get paid. Oh, that's a great uh, point. You don't stiff bankers; they will yeah. not let you. No. Um, yeah. So, I mean, on paper, there are elements here that make sense in their own bubbles. Yeah. But when tied together, like, if you even look at the actual plan here, which I thought was actually, again, two episodes in a row, Cobra's plan zigs and zags a little bit and goes to a smart place um, and then gets disrupted for bad reasons. They run the fuck away from it. Yeah. um, Because I'll just, I'll I'll give up the game a little bit here. Cobra props the Pharaoh up on TV and says, uh, I'm going to, we're going to take over Egypt. You will name me, or you'll name this Pharaoh your new leader of Egypt. Ooh, hold on. Uh, It's because they uh, attack a dam, which apparently. Has uh, protection for some reason. They're like armed guards there because people attack dams in Egypt all, all the, the time. time, all the time. Uh, and uh, Cobra War Cry, I oh, I yeah. marked no, it. Because... I marked it too. It's sad. <sighs> oh, they're not even trying, man. Wow. Well, this is one one thing I have here. There's a giant water assault as the Cobra takes over the dam, and we forget sometimes that uh, uh, Cobra soldiers and Cobra as a group, very uh, effective. They get shit done. There's a reason they're still in business is because when they do, when they get it right, like they can, like they run this dam and take it over in like 90 seconds mm-hmm. of real time. Mm-hmm. And just, and they make everybody submit because they do have good military tactics. They surround them. They get everybody to take, and they just like take it quickly and effectively and efficiently. And this is, this is what's missing from a lot of Cobra because we're going to get flung a lot of metalhead, a lot mm-hmm. of Naugahyde, a lot of dudes who are not effective and make no sense in any context. But Cobra is powerful. Cobra does stuff, and I like them a lot. Uh, uh, so I don't know. Like, it makes me mad to see them being stupid because <laughs> they are an effective terrorist organization. Sure. That gets best. This is like when. Um... All you do is uh, feed your baby face a bunch of jobbers. Um, yes. If you don't have a, a good heel to work against them. Correct. Why are you even bothering? This baby face only beat a bunch of jobbers. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. If, if Cobra is, is a ridiculous and absurd. Words. Sorry, Gina. It's a wrestling thing. Don't worry. <laughs> well, no. If, you, if, you're, if your good guy doesn't have a strong villain, you why are you rooting for the strong guys? You get jawbreakers. You get a j- bunch of jawbreakers, and you're a giant baby. And then you get to see yes. the movie Jawbreakers and have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. GI Joe will return after these messages. You're looking at an incredible new play, the GI Joe Conquest X30. The GI Joe Conquest X30. Imagine being aboard it as it takes flight. There's Cobra. 
the G.I. Joe Conquest next Thursday. It's gonna meet Cobra in a big dog fight. And Cobra's gonna know you can't beat G.I. Joe. The Adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Conquest X-30 comes with pilot. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Did we get to the exercising? That is the next part. Sergeant Slow K. So we cut to G.I. Joe, who is uh, uh, doing yoga, calisthenics, exercise. Aerobics. I hate hate this so much. First of all, they clearly didn't want to pay Sergeant Slaughter. So they have him leading the aerobics mm-hmm. and not talking mm-hmm. yep. on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're out of breath doing aerobics. And we have <laughs> seen them the best of the doing best. real training. But Lady yeah. J is, and they are the saddest aerobics ever. And she is like, <laughs> like, in what world does this, like, 80-year-old at the YMCA aerobics where you're just sort of yeah, this gyrating CrossFit. upper this is, body a and, little bit. And in previous episodes, we've seen G.I. Joe train. That shit is intense. I mean, th- Scaling yes. Scaling 15-foot walls. Was, this was so weird. It would have been a good joke, uh, you know, like, God, if they were all... because I wrong I, with them? I took it, and that's what it was. It was like, ha, 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 what if uh, Sergeant Slaughter was teaching, like, 80-style aerobics? What if he's Denise Austin? Uh, they did yeah. not play it like a joke. Uh, put him in leg warmers. Put, yeah. Give him headbands and yeah. stuff like that. Just have a fun gag there. Uh, but they didn't... They went yeah. halfway, and it just... They don't know. I don't even joke. think they went halfway. I think they said, ugh, we don't want to animate them actually training. Just put them all in a room and have them doing something. And someone was like, well, do you want them, like, riding stationary bikes? No, we don't want to have to draw... 10 stationary bikes just have them standing there yeah moving around what like aerobics yeah perfect aerobics do it yeah i mean i mean deke cuts corners god i hate um and so cobra commander takes over their satellite television they had to make sure they mentioned their state-of-the-art satellite television Mm. in 1990 (laughs) what um and and this is the part of the more parts of the plan that annoy me because night creeper leader is literally just a white dude putting on a voice wearing a headdress if I was the people of Egypt, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be like, "This guy's not even Egyptian. He's like, he's just know. some what's mediocre in, white dude." What's his name in Prince of Persia? Yeah, to- Toby Maguire. <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, yeah, the not Toby uh, Maguire. Yeah. I think once they hear his rolling R. Oh, excuse me, he's one like, of us. Clearly, okay. yep, yep, yep. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just I, just another mediocre white dude climbing to the top because <laughs> he's got gold on yeah. his head. Okay, so G.I. Jonah has a plan because the whole plan with Cobra is they're going to blow up the dam, they're going to flood Pyramid City, which sparks a G.I. Joe evacuation, which if you if you run the Cobra plan here, because uh, Cobra Commander kind of comes up with this shit on the fly. Uh, he sees he's got this guy with a headdress who, for this plan, really he doesn't need. He's really he's really in Iron Man 3. He is the uh, the Mandarin. Yeah. He's a figurehead character that's really unnecessary, but yeah. you know he gives people like another per- another target. Also, he definitely has a cerebral hemorrhage at this point, oh, right? No. He's to, bleeding to in able, the brain. To be able to buy this, yeah. I'm that surprised. you are a pharaoh, he is like a few minutes from death. He He's speaking in tongues, having Jacob's Ladder moments. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Cobra's going to, uh, threatens to flood the city. G.I. Uh, Joe Sparks evacuation. Real quick here, yeah. if there is one country in the world that knows how to deal with a motherfucking flood. That's a great point. It would be <laughs> Egyptians <laughs> on a floodplain. Yes. That's a good point. It's, this is what are There's a reason there's doing? a dam there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but Cobra's plan is evacuate the city, we rob the city. 
Now, granted, a lot of the people evacuating probably took their valuables, but like, there's got to be enough stuff left over to then pawn and then fund Cobra. You don't rob the houses; you rob the museums, I mean, the banks. Yes, and and this is and this turns out to be Cobra's plan, created by Cobra Commander on the fly. That's a good plan, sure. Given given their goals, that is an excellent plan. Second episode in a row, I would say Cobra's plan pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, uh, surprisingly, uh, based on a lot of other stuff in these episodes. Cobra's plans have been tight so far, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I just want to say real quick, uh, when I was doing my transcription, I uh, had a typo, and I sp- uh, I spelled Salvo as Slavo, and that just <laughs> oh, it boy. just makes me giggle. Yeah, right, I just, from now on, I will be thinking of him as Slavo, even if you say Salvo. Um, so, uh, Jen, Ray's not touching that one. Nope, I'm not allowed. <laughs> um, you guys have fun with that. Me? Not me. I'm not allowed. Mm. Uh, uh, Chan, avert your ears. Uh, this is where Lady J gets kidnapped to become the bride of... But she's kind of into it. Uh, that's weird. And we'll get there when we get a, a later scene. That's all, weird, and I want to talk about it. In, in all caps, I wrote, I fucking knew it. Yeah, you're right. so mad. Um, there was a good bit here where um, they're trying to negotiate back and forth. G.I. Joe's pretending to be negotiating while they're evacuating. And uh, he uh, they offer the pharaoh the role of... Honorary head of the Pyramid City Sanitation Department. Honorary head. Garbage collector. How appropriate. <laughs> How degrading, he says right there. He changes his tone because the people behind him are mad. Cobra Commander loves the bit. No, I... He loves the bit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that was funny. Uh, I, I marked that because of... Um, the, the... <laughs> I know why you marked it. The fucking I, I, night creepers behind him. Just the <laughs> shittiest. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like uh, sometimes on shows when you have stand-ins or extras, it's really hard to get a performance out of them. Any type of performance at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel like they hired a bunch of extras to do this voiceover work. It's maybe? going deep, probably. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna push a little bit because we're running a little behind. But um, uh, we the, the GI Joseph's uh, there are six bombs. Uh, we're gonna send a small team of two people in to defuse it. And this is a weird thing about this season of GI Joe is it feels like these are large issues, and GI Joe's never had a problem assembling a team of twelve, fifteen, multiple teams of a dozen people for any part of the globe they need to go to. But th- maybe it's just the writing. Maybe it's the animation. They don't seem to want to have a team of more than two people no, at any it's given time. Absolutely. Like, uh, uh, well, we could put it, we could uh, just insert a team of 12 Joes. We've only got uh, enough money to animate two. We will sit, we insert <laughs> a team of two Joes. Two Joes, and we have to have seen them a lot <laughs> yeah. up to this point. We blew our budget on the aerobic scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they send Gridiron and Ambush. It's a little weird that Captain Gridiron is, is on this mission because, you know, one, he's the leader. Is he Helmet Guy? He's Helmet Guy. Well, except they brought in Hawk. They did bring in Hawk to be the true leader. That's so, true. And I, Hawk does a great job in this episode. The actor who plays Hawk, not in front of me, uh, was I thought he was excellent in this episode. He hasn't lost a beat. Uh, he is bringing a little gravitas to this episode trying. that is strongly needed. Um, I appreciated him a lot. Uh, so Gridiron and Ambush uh, are on the mission. And we now cut to Lady J being coerced to... to to, to f the night creeper leader, right? Like that's what that's yep. what they're getting at yeah. here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I ain't gonna f that guy. And Cobra Commander's like, um, we're gonna blow up the city. And she's like, I'm gonna f that guy. 
I just want to point out that I feel like on Chan's TV now is a constant anime boobs going towards the screen. Guys, if you watch the links that we've been sending, there is a lot of anime boobage that happens on the side <laughs> and, panels. And this one is just thrusting to get yeah. out of the TV. <laughs> She's trying. God bless her heart. I, it took She's me trying. a while. My eyes are not great to figure out what that was. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's in my peripheral vision, so I just like there's some motion over there. I don't know what it is. To get us away from that, Chan, um, Gridiron does a, a a bevy of football <laughs> references and puns, and maybe you could bring that up because I definitely want to hear them again. Because this is a one note character who's got his bit, and that's what he's going to do. Uh, I never could recover fumbles, but I was great at kicking extra points. Hey, you know what you don't kick? A motherfucking bomb that's bomb. about to go off. A detonating bomb. Jesus Christ, you idiot. <laughs> like, wait a minute. He was never great. He f- fumbling, but he kicked extra points. So he was a kicker? Like, he doesn't have the body of a kicker. <laughs> none of these, none of this is adding up. Don't body shame him, Ray. I'm saying kickers are either very small men or very fat. Those, <laughs> those are the two things. So- uh, sorry, excuse guys. Excuse me. One time it was Kathy Ireland. And I'm sorry. Also supermodels. I feel like <laughs> the third Didn't Airbud be a kick a football one? Oh, I feel like Airbud was a golden right. receiver, Chan. Thank you. Here's the thing. Uh, apparently, so is Gridiron. So uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like he played every position. Okay, no way. He was on special teams, maybe, because he was okay. recovering. Well, a kicker's a special or... teams player, so that okay. that holds up. Okay. He, he kicks extra points. He is an extra point specialist. <laughs> this is not a thing. Uh, um, hey, uh, f- for the future, uh, yes. a, b- a bit of advice. Don't send a guy who's really good at kicking shit to defuse bombs because apparently that's going to be his plan. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know which wire to cut. Boots. G.I. Joe has, um, let's see, they have uh, uh, Zap uh, and Flash, two characters who are Tripwire. These are all bomb specialist <laughs> Joes, but you got the football player who kicks things. Like, I know every Joe can do every job perfectly, but still. I mean, it makes sense to me. A little bit. Even Bazooka probably could handle. He did the one bomb defusal episode. I'm just saying there are better choices than Gridiron already on your roster. There are better choices for literally every single thing. <laughs> Than gridiron. Um, okay, so we cut back to late. Oh, there's a scene. Cobra's looting the city. Excellent. Lady J is now starting to work it. Now this Pharaoh is absolutely crazy. Pharaoh's lost his mind. Lady J, I really don't <laughs> like the way this was written because there's a few things here uh, that Lady J is right. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. Lady J is physically a, a, a goddess. She's a specimen, an Amazonian, she snapped his neck, kick-ass right warrior, and she's real smart too. And she's got she could do this acting. Her whole thing, remember, she was a mime in France. Yeah. Like, if you remember that. Yep. So she is an actress. Uh, uh, she's known for covert operations. Literally, the situation she's in with just the two of them in the room, there are multiple ways Lady J could have ended this immediately. Like you said, she is much stronger than a Night Creeper leader. She could have snapped his neck. She's not bound in any way. She's just standing around. She wants that Pharaoh D. And that's the thing is they wrote her to be boy hungry. <laughs> Instead, okay, she two things. She could she could kill him, uh, incapacitate him pretty easily. She's Lady J. She's awesome. She could also work it. She tries a little bit here, but like to turn him around and make her and make him think that she wants the D, and then break his neck or incapacitate him, and or, she or really, break his wiener off in or, the middle of sex. Okay, that's an option as well, Gina. Um, not, <laughs> I bet it could happen. Not the direction I would go. I'm just saying. Ever. I'm just just saying it could happen. 
But she opts to instead just play doe-eyed damsel in distress and sit back and hope someone saves her. That's not who that character is. Nope. Uh, maybe, maybe like uh, as she was going on this mission, she was like, do I have time to get Taco Bell? And her partner was like, no, but, but this mission's going to take like, it's going to be real fast, like a half hour, hour at most. And then we can do a Taco Bell run. And she's like, okay, I haven't eaten all day. So <laughs> she's just had a, what a hard boiled egg and some, some quinoa, some quinoa, some quinoa and mm-hmm. some, uh, <laughs> some, Gina, we need to get you some Taco Carbonzo Bell beans. real quick. But I mean, it would explain it, right? Like if she's like, oh, I can't overpower him. I haven't had my Taco Bell yet. Well, now that I've had my chili and Dorito, I have the strength to take on dead men. <laughs> it's like it's like a Snickers commercial, but for Taco Bell with Lady J. <laughs> and then it actually just ends with her going and getting it and then getting real sleepy. And she's like, you know what? I need to sleep this off for like an hour. And her partner is like, first you were too hungry. Now you're too full. And she says, those are my only two modes. I mean, fair. <laughs> Gina, this is a very self-referential moment. Um Lady Gina. <laughs> I'm going to get some Taco Bell, and then I'm going to snap that guy's dig off. Are <laughs> the cartoon guy or like a real guy? No, um, oh, cartoon no, Chan. Guy. We know what the answer the to that is. She does not guy. have to answer it. She does not have to answer <laughs> it. Do I need to Facebook sake. message somebody to like the let them know what they're guy. in for? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're going to watch The Masked Singer, and then <laughs> I'm going to snap your dick off. A, a she's going to be a little gassy. B, <laughs> she may try and snap your penis off. Just be aware. <laughs> for your life um because Fly, you fools you know what we were really missing in this episode salvo the might of right guy oh, Slavo. Slavo. Yeah. so let's let's bring him back because he's got a quote well, he's here he's not I, wearing the t-shirt this time he is he, uh, sometimes the prints on the t-shirts it's the lighting I sometimes the words I the disappear. shirt is always I there yeah the shirt this um time. I'm, I'm actively was, looking for it it was definitely there earlier yeah, in the yeah. episode uh, do we have a quote from him though about sticks and stones because oh, there is some great so great logic happening here sticks and stones will bang your bones not mine now i mean that's great dialogue right there that is a character who knows what he's all about and really tells you in one sentence what this the essence is yeah my mom used to tell me that when i was uh uh, being bullied at school, like, well, just say Ready? sticks and stones when break your bones. But yes, by you, Gina, <laughs> by, by the pink, West pink Coast belly, version of Gina. Pink belly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so nice to hear it re- uh, return. So like, I would love for uh, the bullies from my childhood to do a bit. Sticks and stones will break your bones. Bah, 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 bah. Not mine. Bah, bah, bah. It's bang your bones. It doesn't even. It say bang your bones. I, I bet that that was a, an S and P note. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I, like I'm. I'm pretty sure that they were like, we can't imply that there is a broken bone here. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, uh, although now w- w- it's some like weird uh, yeah. like David Cronenberg crash sort of thing where he only <laughs> wants to like fuck bones that are sticking out of skin and shit. I mean, I get that. Rick and Morty so, um, so okay. So, what are the odds? Salvo destroys the statue roughly a hundred percent when he showed up on the scene. God, uh, I hate them so much. Yeah, this no worries. Three thousand year old treasure. Fuck it. Not important. Destroy it. Um, and this is where I wrote, and this is where we cut back to the Pharaoh getting real mad about it. He wants to blow up the city in retaliation. And I just, why did Lady Jaden not kick his ass by now? Uh, at this point, he turns around, but then gets mad and drops the bomb control. Yeah. And then Lady J looks at it on the ground. and was like, oh, yeah. pick it up. 
Oh, just pick it maybe, up. maybe, uh, maybe what happened. Maybe it's not the Taco Bell uh, example at all. <laughs> maybe they lobotomized her. Really, in the time, like, that- like she maybe she had some bad period cramps, and she was, and they, and she was like, you know, like a little bit emotional. And all the guys at GI Joe were like, Ugh, uh, "We can't handle this." Wow, that's you, quite the uh, pull. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you meant in the time since she got there. No, no, a, I mean, I mean, uh, this is why in that one scene where they were all cheering, but you couldn't hear her voice. Right, it was because she was just mimicking them with an open okay. voice because uh, she had just been lobotomized. It would also explain why her character is a shadow of her former self. Yeah, I mean, that, this uh, maybe there's you know what, what lobotomized Lady J is starting to hold up more yeah, and yeah, more. I'm saying it happened between just to bring in a little real world creepiness to it. There was a time when lobotomies for women oh, yeah. were widespread. There was a dude who uh, had a practice, and he was so proud of the fact that he could take an ice pick, jam it into uh, the space of the ear, uh, ah! the eyeball right next to the uh, yep. nose, mm-hmm. pop it right up into the brain, just go squishy, 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 out in 10 seconds. Yeah. He was proud that he could lobotomize a human being, only women, I'm pretty sure, in 10 seconds. Did neither of y'all watch BoJack Horseman? Because it happened to BoJack's grandma. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch BoJack it's, Horseman. I, I got to get caught up. I'm a little gruesome. behind. Okay. I do watch BoJack. I'm like halfway through season three or whatever. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. It's a, it's a sad episode. It is. Um, okay. So the dam ends up. Okay. So two of the. G.I. Joe missed two of the bombs. It's almost like they sent the wrong people to do this job or something. Yeah. I mean, Some maybe. They, kicking them. If they hadn't more of an animation budget, maybe it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, like, there are two bombs left. They both go off. The dam breaks. Uh, and and why I don't know why Cobra sets six when they're out of money because two would have gotten the job done. Yeah. Just saying, you're so broke. I keep hearing you're broke and yet you're here at poker night. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, also, shouldn't GI Joe be better at saving cities by now? They should. They are excellent These at saving are, cities. They're not good at anything. These are all new dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, mostly. I mean, Hawk is there, and Hawk has saved many yeah, cities. Hawk yeah, and Hawk like, is rolling his eyes like, "What the fuck are these people doing?" He just like hates hates Egyptian people. <laughs> Do you feel like Hawk showed up on the scene? He's just like, "This is what I have to work with." <laughs> oh boy, I got the football player, huh? <laughs> yeah, send him for Bob. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm about five days from retirement. Yeah, yeah look, he's like, Ugh, we have so many so many sexual harassment complaints against that T-shirt guy. Oh my god, <laughs> I, 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 I'm planning on I'm planning on leaving before the shit hits the fan. <laughs> tell everyone that I, I left for my career. I left to spend more time with family. Yeah, yeah, Hawk, exactly. you're single. Family. <laughs> um, okay, so this we're in Act 3. This is the end of Act 3. Uh, G.I. Joe needs to, has an idea to seal the entrance to the canyon. There's a canyon separating the broken water dam that's now flowing towards the city and the city. So they're going to shoot the sides of this, this monument canyon to, to block the water and divert it away from the city. All right, that's fine. Um, now there's a quote that I think Ambush says about bath night that I found really perplexing. <laughs> Why it's even in this episode? What are we talking about? Who is this for? If you would, Chan. My bath night's not until next Thursday. Now wait, are we implying GI Joe's bathe once every fortnight? Is that what we're I, getting at with that I, comment? I thought of that at first, but then I realized I think what it is is they he showers, but then one day he takes a me day. Okay. And, a spa and, day. Yeah, and gets like a nice bath bomb, this and is, that's his like actual bath. Light night. some candles. This yeah. is gridiron. He takes a bath once a week. <laughs> oh, no, I don't yeah. want to think about Remember, that. Beachhead doesn't wear once. deodorant. I can see this Ew. character bathing once a week. They're having competitive odor. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> fights 
Bring so, back Snow John. An interesting, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, uh, one interesting cap because Cobra also realizes they will be washed away. Because they did not want the dam to break. It was never part of the plan. If it was never part of the plan for the dam to break, why did you put bombs set up in the first place? Why did you set active bombs there in the first place? Your plan was to never blow up the dam. What is happening, Cobra? This is where you got in your own way a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, You can give the pharaoh, who's apparently concussed and crazy, a, a lollipop and tell him that that's a bomb detonator. He'd probably go with you. Also, at the end of this episode, am I wrong? Is this dude still like he just has brain damage now forever? He's well, gonna just he gets it back. I, no, he doesn't get it back. He just says like, "Oh, my my reign is over." But he like oh, still you're right. thinks okay. he's the pharaoh. So that and they're still bankrupt. Well, this is just it. So, uh, real quick, uh, uh, Cobra joins GI Joe in trying to blow up the canyon. Uh, to, to save themselves, basically, which I thought was a cool little twist. And then Cobra decides, hey, we can, we've saved ourselves in the city. Let's also blow up the area uh, uh, to divert the thing. So G.I. Joe also gets killed, but yep. we're safe, and I'm mm-hmm. down with that as well. Excellent yep. yeah, plan. Yeah, good plan. Uh, uh, G.I. Joe, um, uh, uh, a retaliator. They make a very specific point to say the name yeah, of the helicopter is a retaliator. Uh, they get rescued by it, and this is just it. Cobra comes back to rescue Night, Night Creeper Leader. And I'm a little bit like, why? Like, you, you yeah, got your use out of him. It does seem He's out of character. not a great leader. Cobra Commander doesn't come back for anybody, ever. Uh, it was solely for this line. Yes. Cobra Commander, and then... Uh, uh, okay, I love this line. Uh, yeah. You deceived me. No one I love him. Yep. I love him so yep. much. What did he say? No one's, no one's perfect. perfect. Oh, uh-huh, You deceived uh-huh. me. No. And here's the deal. Uh, uh, I If I was... If I was in my single days, that's a line I would have used had I remembered it. <laughs> Ray, you effed up this, this, and this. Well, no one's perfect. And then they would have totally gotten that reference. Uh, no. <laughs> Just like when I'm going to talk about guys, go, Pawpaw Bear and my vagina. <laughs> Pawpaw Bear is now on Patreon. Um, AKA can't find the clit bears. And a weird and interesting thing happens because Night Creeper leader uh, pretends like he's going to shoot Lady J, shoots a, a, a like a rope bridge so he saves lady J in the, the island that they're on in the middle of this flooded area which by the way doesn't she usually have a javelin or something i think they've been taken from her at this point you're not gonna give okay. lady J her javelins in the uh, control room there was That's definitely a trouble. point where she still had her javelins and i'm like why does she still have her javelins she found them uh yeah I would go back and look to see if she had her javelins at this point. point. I feel like they probably are there. I didn't know. I am them, not going to ever not, watch this ever again. No. Um, uh, and and so, she takes the daintiest way out possible. Yeah. By walking like a like a tightrope walker across the thing. Right. Like the pe- also, by the way, if yeah. a dude did that to save me, I'd be like, I can't fucking walk across a but, raging river on a rope. But Lady J can. Lady, he knows Lady J is highly skilled and can absolutely do that. She's an acrobat and a mime. Mimes can do that. I'm on board. Uh, and here's the deal. And uh, if she wasn't able to do it, why would you want her to be your queen? That's true. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he didn't even he didn't even get any from her that we know of. That's true. She looked pretty DTF earlier. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, I don't know what as, happened. As as we've previously ascertained. See a little bit of scrambled brains. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh A little bit of lobotomy. Well, you get a lobotomy. Who even knows what's going on anymore? So you've got the concussed dude with CTE and you've got the lobotomized Lady J. A cute couple. You know what? Now that I think about it. She no longer is dating Flint. I believe her and Flint were a very on again, off again kind of a deal that did produce a kid in the canon. What? Yeah. um, 
Gross. Something Fairbanks. Um, Douglas Fairbanks. I'm totally, I'm totally blanking on her first name, and I hate myself for it. Guys, you're shouting at your screens right now. I apologize. Melissa Fairbanks. Melissa. It, may, it was potentially Melissa Fairbanks. It was an M, I believe. Um, but anyway, yeah. Mogwai. So, Mogwai Fairbanks, I believe, is her name. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Um, so I mean, like, but Don't like, so this all, lit. this is all canon and part of it. But um, remember, in the future, I think they cut to and 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 Flint and Lady J are like not together, or maybe that was the uh, the Springfield episode where yeah, they're Yeah, I feel like it was the Springfield episode. Let's mention it. A little messed up, but it's implied that they are a very rocky couple. That Flint is a little bit of a dog, and Lady J is probably too good for him, and will discover, will realize that, and get get herself out of that in time. And so I, I believe they're, they're they're thought of as a rocky relationship. Uh-huh. Um, and then Lady J just gets rescued, and that's the end of the episode. Got to get tough, Yojo. Well, and then brain damage guy still has brain damage. Cobra is still broke. I hate it. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, nothing is resolved. Nothing gets resolved. They shouldn't even have money for the gas in that helicopter. Right, basically. Well, they did say that Cobra Commander put like all of his last operation on credit cards. So, I mean, I can see Cobra defaulting. I mean, this what would be a care? perfect They're time. They're a terrorist organization. <laughs> this would be a perfect time to bring back Tomax and Zaymot. establish that there was some sort of falling out and that they went with this new Swiss bank thing. Yep. And then watch Tomax and Zamot systematically destroy everyone associated with that bank and murder okay. them. I'm yep. just saying that would be a great episode. Like there is a pretty decent episode buried in here somewhere. They just I don't I don't know why they just made bad decisions and it could have been the deke limitations. I don't necessarily blame the writer for all of it. He could have been working under constraints <laughs> that forced him into, into bad decisions. But they are still bad decisions nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something in this episode that I think is real and good and right. And I, I wish you, they would have found it. the worst episode of series Yeah, one. I feel that. Here's the deal. I didn't really feel the same way. I feel the same way now. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, cool. Well, any final thoughts on the uh, Pharaoh episode of G.I. Joe series? Bad. Okay. Gina, anything I just have add? so many unanswered questions. Yeah. It, did Lady J get a lobotomy? How long until that guy dies from his brain hemorrhage? Okay. How is Cobra going to get the money? And that also better be resolved in the, in the first two minutes of the next episode. It will not be. Having watched ahead the next episode about Metalhead's grandmother, none of none of it is even brushed Boo. upon even a little bit. You might. I, I think you will. No, I can't say that. I want you to like the character of Metalhead's grandmother. We'll see next week, I suppose. Boo. Um, uh. One thing I wanted to mention off of social media, and I haven't uh, said it yet, but uh, uh, a shout-out I want to give on Twitter to McDowan. Uh, I added a little uh, question and answer. I said, who is this character? Do you remember this character? And this char- uh, and, and we had, like, it went on for, like, all day, and nobody was guessing the name of the character, and the character's name was Voltar. And a guy named McDowan came through with it, and he was absolutely correct. He's uh, one of Destro's leaders of the Iron Grenadiers, mm. one of the characters I said that they weren't creating at that time. But he didn't put him in the show, so what are we even doing, you know? Um, but anyway, I just wanted a qu- quick shout-out to you because I promised you that I would as your way of winning, and so I have done that. Congrats. Um, guys, do you have any uh, uh, gigs, projects, stuff you want to plug right now um, uh, for the people at home? Chad, you do like three. You're associated with like three different shows at the Pack Theater right now. That's why he can't plug anything. He can't pick. He can't pick which ones to plug. Uh, Pick one. Go to the Pack Theater any night. Pillow Monster, Bob, the Game Show, uh, a show called Mixed Signals. Uh, I will be doing the uh, uh, Black Future History Month at UCB on the 27th of February. That's great. So you should uh, check out those uh, venues and places. And, and what Gina said is true. If you go to the Pack Theater in Hollywood any given evening, chances are good you will see 
multiple people from this show there, <laughs> either performing or hanging out or writing or directing, Gina, uh, <laughs> uh, at any given time. So go to the Pack Theater in Hollywood if you're in town and you want to check it out and, and see us doing some stuff. Uh, Gina, any upcoming stuff you want to plug? Nope. Are you allowed to talk about any of this? I know some of the stuff you have going on, but you're probably not allowed to talk about it yet. Uh, I'll wait until it gets closer. That's fair. Um, I want to plug the new show that I'm involved with, uh, the Who Would Win show. Uh, it's a podcast. It's going to be a video show soon. Uh, it's been going on for a year and a half, and I'm taking over as one of the co-hosts of the show. Boop. It's very exciting. Uh, so you can check out, the, I think it's Who Would Win show on Twitter. Um, or just go to me. I'm at Almighty Ray on Twitter, um, and you and I put links to all the things to their iTunes page and all the stuff. There, there are many different ways to listen to the show. Uh, to recap for the people at home that maybe never heard of it before, uh, it's essentially a a one on one argument taking two fictional characters, often from comic books, sci fi, pop culture, what have you, and who would win in a chance encounter fight between the two. And I am full Almighty Ray for this show, and I believe that if you if you like nerd culture stuff, it is a very fun show, a show that you will really like, and I, I really get to have some fun with it. So definitely check out this show. Um, links will abound, and you'll have every opportunity to. The first episode we're doing is uh, Voltron versus Godzilla, and I have taken the role of talking about Godzilla for this fight, oh. and I can only hope that I did my uh, sweet green lady some justice. Have you watched that uh, new uh, Netflix anime? Uh, you know what? I, I did not know about the new Netflix anime. Um, I also understand that Godzilla is redonk powerful, and I wanted to keep it a little bit more fair. That's fair. That's so fair. I, I kind of intentionally avoided it, uh, 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 even hearing of its existence. Uh, I, I made a point not to check it out. Um, I wanted to keep it to the more traditional movie Godzilla um, uh, to keep it a little more fair. Check it out now. I would love to Very check good. it out now. Very good uh, I am a big fan of Godzilla, and I hope that, again, I did justice to the character uh, um, for this fight. And tune in. The show should drop early next week as we record this, so Monday or Tuesday around President's Day. Uh, check it out, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So, and, and, if you, and if you're now listening to this show because you heard that show, welcome. This is a great show, too. <laughs> we talk about G.I. Joe, and I love it. Feel free to go back and listen to some of the other cartoons if you find this. We talk about a lot of series different two GI Joe extra ball, <laughs> or even hey season one GI Joe. It's pretty good uh, stuff. There's some decent stuff in there. Definitely, we have a lot of good times with it. Uh, otherwise, the social media stuff you can hit us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast. On Twitter, we're at GI Joe Podcast which is excellent, and our Patreon. If you want to support the show and be a Patreon supporter, you're getting more content now than you've ever gotten before because we're doing special Know Your Joe episodes for each one of these uh, where we, we, we do that, as well as uh, one-off episodes every month of other cartoons. We're doing Paw Paw Bears, the Hanna-Barbera 1980s classic. It's a thing. Uh, and you can hit patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast and you can help support for five bucks. You get you get at least like 50 episodes at this point uh, of bonus material. And uh, Chan, uh, real quick for the people uh, that want to know about this. Are we going to do another Find Your Fate, Choose Your Own Adventure, G.I. Joe book? The people demand it. What say you to that, sir? Over my dead body. So if you make a Patreon donation of $100, we will kill Chan. We will kill Chan for $100. I mean, that's, yeah, that's 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 a going rate. That's <laughs> up. Yeah. Uh, I bought on Amazon Operation Mindbender, the Find Your Fate classic involving Dr. Mindbender. I'm just saying I think we should do it for the show or for Patreon or for something. It might be a nice change of pace from all the series to G.I. Joe after a while. Whatever. Uh, it's out there. I want to do it. If you want, go to 999 RPMs on Twitter and harass him about it until he finally caves and says yes. Is that fair? 
Robert Clark Chan. Yeah, let's do this. You're going to spar with our fans on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Is that what's happening? Uh, and, and, and Gina, your social media? I'm at Gina Ippy. I think we mentioned that earlier. We'll mention it again because you really should be following everybody. And Prez Serpentor in an alternate 2016. Uh, Serpentor, the Cobra Emperor, was elected president of the United States. And wouldn't you know it? Fast forward to 2019 and his world closely mirrors our own. A lot of good tweets from Serpentor. Could you, you, the, the Mueller investigation clearly believes there was collusion between Serpentor and Cobra. Obviously, that's not the case. No, no smoking gun. He claims no. it's not. No smoking gun. Thank you. Pentor says no. So I believe him. And the Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Major Blood agreed. No collusion with, oh, with Cobra. I mean, if you got did Major Blood behind you. declared a national emergency this past week? Yes, he did. Uh, along the southern uh, border, a national emergency. He is diverting funds to build a 2,000-mile-long terror drone along the southern border of the United States. I mean, we need it. I would, Obviously. I would back that. Thank you. <laughs> we need it. If I in, would as well. If in our universe, the president were like... I'm building a 2,000-mile uh, uh, pterodrome to keep out G.I. Joe. Yes. I would be so on board with that. <laughs> you know, as, as much as I'm against what is going on now, yeah. I would be for that. Yeah. We, we live, you know, we live interesting lives. <laughs> the duality of man, Chan. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll catch you next week. Um, if there's nothing else, I will just say uh, good night. And Gina wants Taco Bell. Man, Taco Bell can be closed by the time we get done with no this. Wait, it's open until two a.m. by me. Well, yeah, no, no, that's no, what, no, no that's chance, what I'm saying. That's what Chan's saying. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna start the show. Is that what you want, Chan? Is that what you want? Or do you want to be here till two a.m.? Because that's what you're doing right now. That's what you're doing. Got, Laugh it up, funny boy. He's got no job. His wife's asleep. He's got nothing left to be on time for. Oh, my God. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score, score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like score. Rad. <laughs> There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal. I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use it, his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh but my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime. Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like, Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.